Hi church, good day. So we're here again to listen to the word of God, but uh, just a little encouragement to all of you that, you know, we don't just uh, hear or listen to the word of God just a, a day in a week, for a day in a week, and, you know, it's draining. It will drain us, and, you know, encouragement or the power of God can't, Manifest in us, especially if you're just only listening or hearing the word of God just a day or an hour, you know, one hour, you know. So I encourage your guy, uh, church, that uh, you listen to the word of God or read it with you in your personal time because there's really something when you're the one, when you're the one who experienced the the word of God personally and you would have you would have this the same uh, firsthand experience that the, the the ancient people received the word of God okay so as we read the word of God and as we dive into the meat to the to our communion to our fellowship today with the word of God so prepare your hearts and prepare your minds as we pray okay Father I pray through the name of Yehovah Yeshua, your only begotten Son. Uh, Father, prepare us and speak to us. No, you're already speaking to us, but uh, help us to clear up the clogged uh, hearing that we have, this, this senses that we have, Father. Remove the hindrances. If there are distractions that you know, start to unfold, Father God would start to, to appear. Father, help us to stay still. And help us to fight for that uh, for that destruction, and help us to to keep our focus on you. And as we have a fellowship in your word today, help us to understand. And if there are things that need to clarify, help us to clarify it with you in our personal time. So, this I pray in the name of Yeshua, your only begotten Son, Yehovah. Amen. So, church, uh, just a quick recap uh, with what our, with in regards with the message last week, we talked about the covenant in marriage, and actually this is the second half of it, and we're gonna talk about the the the, the things that we we often overlooked when it comes to marriage. So when it comes to relationship, and then what else? I'll just read to you the meaning though, so just a quick recap for that message last week. So I'll just read the meaning of marriage. So marriage is, it means legally or formally recognized union between man and woman as partners in a personal relationship. In short, marriage is legal union between man and woman okay so what makes marriage legal or what determines its legality okay because FYI just for your information this world already implements its own marriage but 
us being the children or husband of the or bride of the of the Lord of the King of Kings of Yahovah, we should know, you know, the same thing. What I said, we should know what is for us and what is God and what is biblical, what God's appointed type of marriage. Okay, and then you need to search that. Because there are different types of marriage right now. And why do I say, why we should, you know, take a look with this word that is, that this marriage uh, means, especially this word uh, that says legal union, you know. When it comes to legality, we need to know what makes that marriage legal. What is, you know, how does, it, how does things make legal? So when it comes to marriage, there's one thing and the only thing that can make marriage couples or our marriage, our union, to be legal, to be right, to be orthodox, okay? And the only thing that can make that marriage Legal is the covenant that is within that marriage. You know? And this covenant, we don't just understand it and during the, the wedding ceremony, ceremony, we understand it. We as, uh, before the wedding, that wedding banquet, we couples should understand that you know, the, the, the meaning of this covenant and what, what is inside of it. What you're engaging into, you know. What is the manner? Because this covenant, it means it is a binding agreement, a written agreement under seal between two or more parties. The third one means deal. It is a deal. And the fourth one, it is an understanding. Okay? Based on what it means... Both of you couples should agree that you're getting married, you know. And it should be written. You know, you should sign under that agreement. And the third one should understand. Of course, that should be the first thing that we should uh, that we should know that we should do understand it first before we agree you know so in short covenant it is a written agreement between men and women okay especially in marriage specifically in marriage so speaking of covenant and marriage How heavy is this thing? So let's talk about marriage first. How heavy is this thing? And the covenant also. How heavy is this thing? It is heavier than we can think of. <laughs> than we can imagine. Why? Because the one who authored it, who made it, 
who founded it, it's not us humans. It is our Creator. Okay? It is the one who made us, and He is the one who authored marriage, and He is the God who authored covenant. That's why you couples, you need to remind yourself what you have agreed, what you had agreed way back in that wedding banquet, you know, wedding cer ceremony. And then recall it and share it to your children. Because if you didn't understand it and you just, you know, agreed to, you just say I do to your spouse, to your husband or wife, you're missing out something that is the manual of marriage. This is covenant. I call it personally, it is, and spiritually, it is the manual of marriage. Okay? Take note of that. Manual, it means, especially, I had this, this experience just you know, to, to give you this uh, perspective. I had this experience when I was working in school. Um, we, ha I ha we have a co-worker that is a half Japanese. <laughs> is a half Japanese. You know what they always do? Before they operate a certain machine or a certain equipment or tools, they need, they read the manual first. But what actually happens to me at that time, I, <laughs> I unpacked the, actually the, the one that I used that one at that time is the printer. I didn't read the manual. I unpacked it right away from the box, from, you know, from the box of the, the, the printer. And then I directly plug it in and then print right away <laughs> print the the need because i was and oh, oh, I, I need to print a lot of uh documents at that time so i was in a hurry so need to print a lot and i forgot to read the manual so then he saw me that that guy my co-worker he's a half japanese that filipino japanese he said that hey hey have you read the manual <laughs> and then i was confronted with this guy and then no I did not and then he he have this uh, he has this term that Filipino talaga kamo kayo kamo ang mga Filipino yun no malawas lawas ang mga operates sa kabutang di mo magbasag manual the same with marriage <laughs> probably you couples if you can you know if you can recall have you read your manual the covenant of that marriage that you're in right now. Okay? Ato ba nabasa? Kung wala, review hatong manual, review hatong covenant ng yung agree. Okay? Because it will give us this, it will, you know, it will give you an understanding when it comes to the message today. When it comes to corrections that God wants us to receive today. Okay? So, moving in, moving on, 
When it comes to covenant in marriage, what is the only thing that can separate, totally separate it? You know, not just temporary separation, but totally separate it. We call it null and void. What can make the covenant in marriage null and void? Because some say it is divorce. It is sexual immorality, adultery of this people, and then a file, I should file a divorce for this, and so that we can separate. This should be, uh, this is, specifically, this is a correction for those people, for those men, for those husband and, and wife who remarry, even if this thing didn't happen. What is that thing? That is death of your former spouse. You need to wait for the death of your former spouse. But don't ever wish for an early death of that former spouse. Okay? Just warning here. Because you're committing murder if you're wishing for that former spouse to die early so that you can remarry. Okay? A lot of people are remarrying right now, especially in the Western countries. Europe. And we Filipinos tries to adopt it. It influences. We even copied their laws. We even copied their some of their, you know, rules and regulations there. And then we make a mess with it, copying their laws. So we even copied some of their cultures. So the only thing that can make the covenant in marriage null and void, it is only death itself. Why? Because if you're saying that one of the things that can separate, that can totally separate marriage is divorce, you're wrong. Because this is what happened. Just try to imagine, guys. Just uh, help me this out. Uh, Use your hands, your left hand and your right hand. Uh, just look at your, just open your palm, open your palm, open your hands, and then connect it, you know. Make sure that uh, your fingers are, what do you call this, uh, overlap, okay? Unite, uh, just imagine marriage, huh? Okay? Since I can't see you and you can't see me. Just imagine that this is the listen to my instruction. Uh, open your hands and then form a letter C. Letter C. Butangig spaces ang imuhang fingers. Butangig space and then form letter C. Form letter C with your hands. Simple again. And then, i-unite siya. I-akob ang imuhang mga fingers. Ang imuhang kamot. Imuhang right o left hand. So, kanang four fingers, united na siya. And then, nag-guan, nag close kay siya. And then, ang imong thumb, ang left and right nga thumb, kay mag-form siya hole. Okay? Nang mura siya telescope. Okay, nagform siya. So, makita ni mo karon kay nag circle siya. Okay, 
your thumb layo ang imong duha ka thumb kay si murag murdi siya mura layo siya sa imong upat ka fingers si imong walo ka fingers day kay left and right man so nagform siya ang circle so this is what happens when you file divorce okay this is what happens and the importance of covenant in marriage we need we can check we can find it here when someone but before divorce before filing divorce this is actually what happens you can't file divorce right away okay with no reason so you've got a lot of reasons to file divorce and one of that are misunderstandings unresolved conflict agree with that couples <laughs> pitch <laughs> high pitch uh what else uh unpaid and and unpaid bills and then unreachable standards <laughs> so one of that so etc couples knows this and singles some of the singles are they they have some ideas of that because they read self help books so when someone when one of you couples file divorce actually what happens only your only your connection only your intimacy only your finances only your belongings were being separated of course your time also dating together as couples uh sharing secrets you know that's what intimacy deep secrets and then spending time you know intimately together and then what actually happens you try now you open your hands it removes yeah it separates yeah and then ang imong ibabilin ang imong thumb do ka thumb connected gyapon so mag straight siya ang kwan ang imong upat ka fingers or walo ka fingers left and right mag point siya sa sky straight straight siya but your thumb should remain connected okay this is what happens to divorce when you file divorce when you file divorce your marriage is still connected why what 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 is the the only thing that connects it remember when you get united as one you agreed upon that marriage you had agreement you had secret understanding you had this covenant that i say you've shared your the manual of god and that covenant stays connected and why only death can separate it because when someone dies it totally removes your connection in flesh and in spirit you left you're being left as uh to in total freedom that's why you, that's the only time that you can remarry when when one when your former spouse dies because the covenant itself 
As what I've said, it is the manual of God for our marriage and it is an agreement, not just an agreement, huh? We understand the agreement, a written agreement, and it unites us. Because inside of the covenant, as, it's, as what I've said, the manual, and manual speaks volumes here, speaks multiple, not just rules and regulations, but how we should operate. It's like the life of marriage brings life. That's what unites us. And the other thing is, it is not us humans who made that manual. That's why we shouldn't take it lightly because it is God who authored it, okay? And why did I say only death can separate it? So we can find it from the Word of God, okay? We can read it from the Word of God. It says, let's open the Word of God to the book of Matthew chapter 19, verse 3. Up to, up to 10, okay? This, this is a time when Jesus was being asked by the Pharisees when it comes to divorce, okay? This is heavy. So listen to this or you need to read it or reread it if you can't understand it right now. As I've read, verse 3, chapter 19, And Pharisees came up to Jesus and tested him by asking, is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? He answered. Jesus answered. Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate it. So they asked. That is the first answer of Jesus. Second question of the Pharisee. So what, why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? And he said to them, second answer of Jesus. Because of your hardness of heart. Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality, that's adultery, and marries another commits adultery. Okay? Then the disciples said to him, If such is the case, if a man, man with his wife, is, it is better not to marry it's funny to me because the disciples here, you know, get discouraged. Probably one of them are singles or some of them are singles. So they get to say, oh, it's better not to marry than filing divorce because you're still connected, you know. You'll, you can be called as adulterous or adulterer if you file a divorce and then... Because why do I say that? You will become adulterer, adult, adulterous. Because there's a story about the marriage of God and Israelites. And the Israelites at that time, as a nation, they're whole as a nation. One, as a nation. You know, that's how 
the marriage of God makes you whole, makes you unite. You know? And then, you can read this story in the book of Chronicles, Judges, uh, Kings, and the book of Jeremiah, Prophet Isaiah. That span of time, and the marriage also, you can read it from the book of uh, Exodus down to, from in the Old Testament, you know. God keeps on telling, kept on using prophets to tell them that you need to go back. You need to forsake your adulterous life. You need to forsake your gods, your idols. Why? Because we can notice in the story that the Israelite as one, as united, being united as one, they start to separate. They start to fight against each other. That's why it was separated. It was divided into two nations. The northern nations was called Israel and the southern nation was called Judah. Including the Benjamin, the Benjamites and the Ephraimites. The Ephraim, the tribe of Ephraim. Okay? So, how can we relate to that when it comes to marriage? Were they totally separated? No. They were just separated. They were just divided physically in flesh. But what happens? That's why God says it's better not to marry. Oh, why Jesus said, I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. It's the one who files, uh, who, the one who separates from this one from this uh, former wife or husband will co soon sooner will soon will time will come that that wife that that uh, that spouse will also commit adultery. Why? Because that's the only thing that he knows, and it makes the other nation prosper. Prosper in material things. They prosper in, they get prosperous or they get other covenants from other nations. You know? They've got defenses, they've got a lot of supplies from other nations, from Egypt, from Syria. So, Judah copied the adulterousness of Israel and then what happens to them they become an adulteress together with Israel they became blind with what God hates with what God wants them to forsake the same with us you know so let's continue <clears throat> why the covenant in marriage is heavy. Why it's only death can separate us. You might say that even God himself said, you know, the, the same question that the Pharisees had. He, the Pharisees questioned this to Jesus. Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce? Did God allow us to divorce? No. No. 
He will never allow us to separate. Why did I say, do I say, did I say no? That God won't allow, will never allow us to separate from our, our spouse? Because that's, that covenant in marriage would take us, would, would give us, or would, you know, would, would gives us this burden to wait or to wish for our former spouse to die early, you know. Time will come that you will murder your spouse, your former spouse, because you want to seek remarriage from other per person, from other people, you know. And that's what God is telling here. You will notice how Jesus answered the Pharisee about divorce. He answered them in reference from the book of Genesis, the time that when God appointed marriage, united Adam and Eve. Okay? We can read it that the first answer of Jesus. Why? The, why I, do I say, did I say God didn't allow it? Because Jesus said so, say so. And God says so. I won't allow it. But in that span, in that relationship with Israel and God and Yahovah, in that span, span of thousands of years of being adulterous, actually what happens there, if you have read this situation that God says in the book of Jeremiah that he files, he gives them a writ of divorce. What actually happens? It is the Israelites who remove themselves from that covenant with God. Literally and spiritually. Why? Because God himself can't dwell together with an adulterous, with a sinful with an unholy people. Imagine hundreds or thousands of years. That's why he need to find solution with that. That's why he need to get us to remarry to him again. And we can read that story in a book of, this is not a story, but this is in reference in how God finds solution with our relationship with Him. We can read it in the book of Romans chapter 7. Let's read it. Let's open our book, our Bible, the Holy Bible. Romans chapter 7 from verse 1 to 6. Okay? I'll read it to you. Or do you not know, brothers, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only. As long as he lives, for a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he lives. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with a man, with another man, while her husband is alive. Okay? This gives us reason why only death can totally separate us. Um, but if her husband dies, she is free from that law. 
And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear, bear fruit for God. For while we were, we were living in flesh, our sinful passions arose by the law, were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the Ritko. So what Paul is trying to point out here, first thing first, because this passage, this uh, word of Paul was being interpreted, was being misinterpreted by other people, by other believers, by other Christians. Okay? What we need to clear these things up, this thing, this passage. First, what law are we released from? Okay, take note of that. What law have we died to? And yeah, that's it. What law have we released from? And what law have we died to? Through the body, the body of Christ Jesus. Now the question here, why did Paul brought up about marriage? Because that's the law that is speaking specifically, not the wholeness of it, the whole instructions of God, okay? We should not take this context, you know, the context of it, because the scholars entitled this passage, Released from the Law. We need to ask ourselves, what law we are released from? What covenant we are released from? Okay? So, this is what Paul is trying to point out. You are released from the law of marriage. Okay? Don't take it literally yet. Because what Paul is trying to point out here. Oh, wait, wait. Before I proceed to that. What Paul's, uh, what does it mean? We're released from the law of marriage. We need to check the background, what really happens with the marriage of God and the Israelites. Okay? What happens there is the Israelites became adulterers. They committed adultery and God gave them divorce. And what actually happens there? They separate totally from God. And their relationship with God, you know, there's a huge gap in that relationship. So, what Paul tried to point out here in the law of marriage, because law itself, you know, you need to clear to listen to this. Law of marriage doesn't bring us and will not bring us curse. What does brings us curse is our adulterousness. Our sexual morality, the sexual immorality that we commit, that we have committed, it is the thing that brings us curse in life, that separates us from God. Now God finds solution with it, and now it says, "Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law 
through the body of Christ. Now, this is the fulfillment. How did Christ fulfill it? How did He fulfill and break that curse of that adulterousness that we committed, that covenant that we had with God before, and reestablished it, reestablished it through the body, the body of Christ. So this is what happened. One thing that we need to check, why, how did Jesus Christ fulfill or break, break the curse of divorce between God and man? So one thing that we need to check, the identity of Christ Jesus. First one, we can read this in Colossians verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 15. Christ Jesus represents the image of the invisible God in flesh. Okay? And second thing is, we can read it in Gospels also that Christ Jesus said in the book of John, the Word became flesh. <laughs> Who is He? He is the Father. Why he call himself the Son of the Father? Because his flesh represents man, represents human. And that's how we should call ourselves also Son of the Father, the image of the invisible God. Okay? So, this is what happened. When Jesus died, He didn't just break the curse of our divorce with the Father. He also resurrected to give us another chance to marry Him again. In legal standpoint, that is right. That is not contradicting with the Word of God. Why? Why we can now remarry? Why is the body, not just the body, why is God making this illusion for us to make, to remarry Him again? To make this, to reestablish our covenant with Him. To say, I do again. To say, I will marry you again, Father. Because God says, my daughter, my children, my husband, you know, as we call God, my husband, He is not people. I tell you this. Now it makes more sense to me. What is the meaning of that sacrifice that Christ Jesus did? Now it makes sense more to me what is the reason of that sacrifice now it makes more sense to me why the covenant in marriage why 
being in that specific relationship matters most to God? And why is it holy unto God? Church, listen to this. This sacrifice that our husband made, it's mind-blowing. course I now under, I understand more why God why the father why our husband why Yahweh don't need to wait for all of us to die for him to get another bride or or wife why because he knows and he loves us more than we can comprehend that's is that is the real Ava of the Father. It doesn't make sense and it won't make sense. Church, I tell you this, especially singles who are currently now in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. I tell you this. God didn't and won't allow you to engage in that boyfriend-girlfriend relationship because He never authored it. That's why you should have, before you engage into a relationship, you should have this mentality, this perspective that I'm ready to engage into marriage. I'm ready to say I do with my spouse. Because boyfriend and girlfriend relationship is a total defiance with the Word of God, with His covenant between us. If you people, singles, if you haven't, if you don't, if you're still confused with this word that God is telling us today, listen and read to the word of God. Recheck your relationship that is, that, that you're having right now with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Especially Christians, especially believers who calls yourself sons and daughters of God, the wife, the bride of the Lamb. This is the weight of relationship church. We do need to defile it so that we can have this pleasure in our lives. That is temporary. You know? For us to receive more understanding 
with that covenant, with that sacrifice that Christ Jesus made, I will read to you the specific, the clear word of God in the book of Isaiah 55 verse 11. As I close this message, this fellowship, I will read it from verse 55 to 11. It says, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. God's word, God's ways from the book of Genesis until Revelation. Though there are people misinterpreted, but God is telling us today, you need to study more of the Word of God. That's why us speakers, that's why us pastors, preachers, rabbis, teachers, don't ever have a mentality that God, that God's law brings curse in our lives. This is how God brings this is how the law of God brings his life, church. He wants it to accomplish through the purpose that he wills within it. Relationship, whatever type of covenant it is, but when it comes to marriage, don't ever take it. And how the world, the same, and how the world take it. I hope and pray that you will continue study the Word of God and hear this message all over again. Not just singles, couples. God has a reminder for you. You need to review your covenant between each other towards each other don't let it don't let the covenant eat up by the dust you know read it and let your children receive it from you let teach them the way God wants you to teach them I pray, as I pray, as we close this, Father, we thank you and I thank you, Father God, Yahweh, for this correction, for the love, for the Ahava that you have for us. We may 
still get confused with it but father as we study it personally that's when we can understand it we can have the first-hand experience with you and father i pray that we as your children as your wife as your as your bride father we need and we shouldn't receive twisted teaching from other people correct us the way you want us to correct and makes us help us to understand your word clearly because people especially those influential those people that has influence they've got huge congregations Lord God father they've got a huge church that they've teaching that they've been teaching Lord God this false doctrine this false understanding this twisted understanding with your word father right now in this moment let them hear this truth let them correct their teaching their perspective with your word father god and help us to regain that path that marriage all over again that covenant all over again father you don't need to correct it to have reverse version another version of that marriage what we need to do is it is us who should correct our relationship with you our destination our path with you father god it is not you who need to correct it it is us who need to correct it and as i pray let them hear this word let them hear this clear understanding this clear teaching of your word when it comes to your manual of our life this i pray through the name of yeshua mashiach your only begotten son father god and all of his people under my voice says amen 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 Amen.